Good morning for the Met Radio Morning Mixtape. I am Donovan LaCruxy, and debuting on the show, I've got actor and artist, Sweet Pea, the entertainer. How you doing? Hey, Donovan. What's up, man? Ready to get it. Trying to Ready change to the get world. It. <laughs> Ready to change the world, brother. <laughs> Where are you from, brother? I'm originally from Atlanta, Georgia. I uh, grew up in the South. I grew up in a small town called Griffin, Georgia, which is an hour south of Atlanta. So if you drive, take that 85 south, you go down there, man, you'll hit my city. It's only an hour away from Atlanta. But I grew up like 10 minutes from downtown Atlanta, uh, which is Decatur, Georgia. And a lot of artists came out of Decatur. I grew up around a lot of those artists that are pretty much the biggest artists in Atlanta right now from Atlanta. So. All right. Did you grow up with Asher? We ain't good, good, but we still good. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up around Usher, but never got a chance to do a show with him. But he would do the sh pretty much the same venues that we did. Um, I was uh, I joined a singing group around 15, 16, 17 years old. And uh, Usher was around doing his thing, hustling his mother, taking him to talent shows and stuff like that, doing expos. And so me and my group, we were at uh, different high schools and elementary school and middle schools doing talent shows, trying to make it, trying to get record deals. So Outcast, I went to school with Outcast, Southwest DeKalb in Decatur, Georgia. That's my homeboy. Used to be in classes with Andre 3000 and Big Boy, summer school, all that, man. So it was a crazy silk. All those guys. Silk, you went to school with all of them too, right? Yeah. Chris Tucker went to uh, Columbia, uh, which is the same school my uh, best friend went to. So Chris Tucker was doing this thing, comedian, you know, doing this comedic thing in Atlanta, trying to make it as well. And look at him now, you know, Michael Jackson videos and Rush Hour. And it's crazy, man, how to, to see these people like big time now. And they're like neighborhood friends, man. It's weird, dude. It's kind of crazy. All right. So how did we get the name Sweet Pea, the entertainer? Well, I was uh, I went solo after my singing groups in Atlanta and started pursuing my own career. Um, you know how groups are, man. You in and out of groups and different members, different attitudes, different mentalities. And I got not tired of it, but I just felt like, you know, there's a lot of people in the group that want to be the lead and the leader and the producer and the writer and, and everybody bumped heads. So I just got to a point where I was like, okay, I'm just going to go solo, start producing artists, trying to get record deals and just stay in the background. I really don't want to be famous anymore. I just want to be in the background, collect the checks and do what I love to do. So I started producing music for artists, taking them to So So Death and LaFace and all the record labels that were hot in Atlanta at the time, Dallas, Austin. And uh, everybody just started. I joined a production company and everybody in the production company would say, hey, man, we're going to call you Sweet Pea. You're the producer of the production company. You're going to be the hottest producer in Atlanta. Yeah, we're going to call you Sweet Pea. And I think my friend who named, labeled me Sweet Pea was a big boxing fan. And there's a, a famous boxer named Pernell Whitaker. They call him Sweet Pea. So I, I, I'm thinking he named me after him. So I just went with it, man. I was kind of like, like, hell no, you're not going to name me no damn Sweet Pea, man. That sounds too sweet. <laughs> <laughs> what about Sexy Pea? <laughs> Could that work? That's too over the top. Come oh, on, okay. You never know. <laughs> Ladies love a sexy man. You never know. Sexy P, the entertainer. 
Yeah, but I like the mis- mis- the mystique of it because, you know, Prince had that thing too. You know, you don't know if Prince, that's his real name or that's some made up artist name. Who names their son Prince? I mean, come from the neighborhood we came from, you know, it's like Prince. That's kind of kind of soft, man. But the wild, I got accustomed to it. I started to love it. And I was like, you know what? Man, I love to do, I love entertainment. I want to be like Michael Jackson and Prince. I want to be an entertainer and not just an R&B singer or a rapper or a hip-hop guy. I want to be an entertainer, and that's what I want to be buried as, an entertainer, man. And I studied all the greats. I studied Michael Jackson, Prince, James Brown, Fred Astaire, uh, Marcel Marceau, uh, Jackie Wilson, um, Gene Kelly, Bob Fosse, like I study all the greats because Michael Jackson said you study the greats and you become greater than that. And that's how he became Michael Jackson. So I said, OK, it's going to be Sweet Pea the Entertainer. I'm going to do exactly what Mike did. And that's what I'm doing today, man. You are doing that today. Now I have a question. Do groups okay. work today? Like, let's say if the group got back together, the group that you were with, do you think there's a chance that you guys could form a reunion? That's interesting that you say that, man, because I was actually thinking about that. Oh, but it, now they're older and people have kids, people are doing, you know, they're preachers, they're religious now, they're into, so everybody's doing something totally different now. I'm in LA, they're still in Atlanta, people, you know, one got married, got divorced, had kids, it's just like, oh my God. So yeah, some people in, people in the group are not talking to each other, it's like, uh. so I mean, for fun, we might get together and do a show, but for as far as a serious reunion where we start back trying to pursue our careers as a group never nah it won't happen but to go down there and and move back to Atlanta and start doing shows with those guys I wouldn't mind doing it because I love I still study like new edition and I I fiend for that group you know that group love man that group love is nothing like having your boys around you on in a show you know dancing on stage in front of microphones hitting splits and hitting flips and and you see your boy next to you. He grabbed the mic. You take the background. And man, it's exciting, man. I, I miss it, bro. <laughs> All right. Well, Sweepy, I got to call this out here. New edition. I'd love to perform with you guys on That's the Way We're Living. That's my dream to perform with them on that single. Oh, wow. Are you serious? Oh, I'm dead serious. I would love to go down with a bang and perform them. I Listen, I would lose a ton of weight just to perform with them. Wow. I think they're about to start touring again with Bobby Brown. Oh, yes, 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 yes. The Vegas tour. So that's my goal. And what do you call it? So groups do work, you think, today, right? If it's done correctly or properly. Yeah, I think uh, I'm a big fan of, I'm not a friend of B2K, but I do talk to Raz B every now and then because he's lived in LA and before he went to China uh, I used to see him in Hollywood all the time and we exchange numbers and stuff like that we talk on Instagram but uh, I think that B2K could come back and really make a big a big splash man but the egos and the attitudes now everybody's solo and they think they're you know the hottest thing solo you know so I don't think I think they might do a tour but as far as trying to come back out as a group, I'm not sure. But I think they would be hot, man. Like people miss that group thing. You yeah. Know? They- and they did. a. I think they did a tour before the pandemic. They were all together. Yeah, before the pandemic. You're right. 
Yes, they did do a tour together. So groups do work. New Edition and Sync, the pop group, they've got back together. They got a new single. They do work. Pretty Ricky got back together before the pandemic, but the single didn't work because COVID-19 happened and we forgot all about it after. You're right about that. You're right, man. The Backstreet Boys, they always on tour in sync. They tour every now and then. Right, right, right. So now we break away from that. We're an individual R&B artist. Did you want to talk about that? You do rap today because you want to keep up with the trends today and the young people's attention span. But you want to talk about your love for R&B music because to me, I see you like the chem. I see you like the lucky day. I see you like the October London. (laughs) Yeah, but to a certain extent, I mean, just studying the game and religiously being just obsessed with music since I was three years old. Um, I studied the game, like like I said, you know, Michael Jackson says, study the great, study the game. As a dancer, study what's going on, what's hot. And you got to keep up with what's going on these days as a, as especially as a black young musician, a young artist, not saying that you have to follow other people, but you just have to learn what's hot. Like Michael Jackson would get the latest producers, the hottest ones, the Rodney Jerkins, the Teddy Rileys, because they were always keeping up with the t- the sound of the day. And you just have to incorporate that in your music or people would just tune out, man. And a lot of those guys, I met Kim in Beverly Hills, cool dude, but he's more on the, people would label him as an older, jazzy, sold R&B guy. And when they put that title on you, it's like, okay, that's not the title I really want, you know? But we're sweepy. We're sweepy. Yeah. But you gotta understand, I grew Uh up listening to Kanye West as well as Chris Brown. I know. So I still listen to those guys because I I love how Drake sings with his rap. I mean, it worked for him so well, man, because a lot of rappers were not singing. And he he found that lane and killed it for the last 10 years, man. Mm-hmm. So, and singing and rapping do work today. Do you find they work today? I know Drake is doing it. But if there's somebody else that's not Drake, can it work for them? I mean, Future, I'm a big Future fan. Future does it. I mean, I'm not, uh, I won't say I love every Future song, but I like a lot of his stuff, man. He got, he's real great at melodies and how he sings. He's got a different style, man. His voice is so unique. It's kind of raspy, but it's, he got that down south twang to his accent. And he got that Drake thing where he's singing with that accent and with that raspiness over some down south type beats. And man, he kills it, man. He kill, He kills it, bro. All right, so it can work, right? Because these days we got young people and they lose patience easily. They need to hear going to the club, smoking a little drugs, and then I'm done. That's what they want. They don't want, you know, the positive messages. They want to get lit or, you know, they want like a Gunna track. They want like, a, you know, a Victoria Monet where they're dancing on that dance floor. <laughs> well, yeah, but my thing is, you know, I, I want to be a role model to kids and to young people. So, man, I try to keep a lot of that stuff out of my music. I try. I'm try, It's not that I'm trying to be positive. I, I am a positive guy. So I would rather do music that's 
relatable, but at the same time, it doesn't have all those elements of drugs and alcohol and sex and all that stuff in it. I just keep it out of my music. No, no N words, no F words, no none of that, man. Because I just don't want to influence kids the wrong way, especially with social media and TikTok and Instagram and Snap. And it used to be Vine. A lot of these kids getting influenced in the wrong way. So what I try to do is make music that sounds like it, it's on the radio, but it's it's a positive message without you even realizing it. He's like, hold up for a second. He's not even cussing. He's not saying this. He's saying that. He's just, it's hot though. You know, it's hot, man. Listen right. to God and have it all. There's no cuss words or nothing in it. No drugs, no alcohol. It's just talking about me making it big, being the best I can be. You can be whatever you want to be. It ain't about materialism. It's just about I want to have it all, meaning I want to accomplish my dreams, take over the world, and I can accomplish anything that I put my mind to, you know, and that's what it's really about, man. All right. Gotta have it all. That's your latest single, it and it features, let's, let's drum roll. <laughs> Who does it feature? He's well known, and he's been compared to Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Chris Brown. Chris Breezy. <laughs> <laughs> I was now, just listening. <laughs> I was just listening to Chris, uh, like the, before I went to sleep, and when I woke up, man, he's got a new album, and uh, the dude is very talented, man, very talented guy, and that's why I wanted to be on track with him. You know, even though he has some hardships in the industry with relationships and the media and some accusations and all that stuff, man, it's like I see the positive in Chris. He made a mistake. He apologized, and now he's moved on, man. And, he, and some people still trying to hold on to the past, but it's like he's made him his, his mistake. He's apologized and moved on, man. So, all right. Hey. Well, he's yeah. moved on, but that doesn't mean certain fans haven't moved on. That's true. <laughs> You're true. You're right about that. Hey. Hey. I moved on, Chris. Chris, if you're ever listening to this, I moved on, okay? I'm not no, holding you accountable. I think you make good music. Is it relatable for today? I think some of the young people are getting a little bit tired of the same thing with you. But in this <laughs> featured single, how did that collaboration come to be? Well, I had a friend who's always, he's in Hollywood, and I used to sell my CDs on Hollywood Boulevard. And... um he was pursuing his career and he was pretty much networking a lot with a lot of people in the game, the celebrities and the rappers that were hot at the time. He was trying to find producers and he found this producer that produced for 50 Cent and Chris Brown and all these people, Kanye. He got the number to the guy, end up in the studio with him. The guy uh, showed him this track. He got on the track. He wanted me on the track, but I didn't get on the track at the time because I didn't know what the copyright situation was so i let it go I, I did a verse but he put out the song without my verse on it because i think he saw that i was hesitant about it i was like how this guy get this all this music man how's he doing this stuff but uh ended up giving me the track i contacted the producer talked to him about the situation he was like man look bro man you got my permission to do anything you want i like your attitude your energy I think you're going to do something hot with it. Hey, you have my blessing, man. I was like, hey, you sure, man? If I put this out, Chris ain't going to come after me and nobody. He's like, nah, man, it's my track. He wrote to my track. I'm the publisher, the producer, so you can have it, bro. 
All right. You want. All right. So yeah, why wasn't yeah. Chris in the video, though, in case listeners want to know? Because they're going to dig. And I saw Chris was not in the video. Yeah, I know. that It was hard to get, man. He, I asked him how much he going to charge. He was like, man, about $10,000 a day or something like that. I was oh like, what? Oh, my gosh. Said, Dude, I'm an <laughs> up-and-coming artist, man. I mean, I can't. Can he just do a his video in his at his place and I do mine in Hollywood? He was like, uh, he's going to call us, bro. He, he, I mean, he's in demand. Like, every day somebody's trying to get him to do a show or do a walkthrough in a club or something. And he charges like ten to 15000 just to show up. Wow. I was like, man, I can't Couldn't do he give it. a discount? <laughs> yeah, he could do it, man. I, I tried, bro. I tried my best. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to try to be creative as possible and do this video without a minute. And maybe ne- he'll see it and next time. And so it got 114,000 views so far. You know, I did my own marketing and promotion. All right. Well, that's a lot. And the success of it, what are people saying about the single? Oh, they love it, man. Everybody was, man, I had nothing but positive reviews on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. I love it, man. So I'm going to do, I'm going to push it even further. I'm going to start advertising more on TikTok as well as YouTube and Instagram. Okay. And you're advertising yeah. it here and throw out the single again. Oh man, I got some, oh, you ain't heard nothing. That ain't, I mean, I'm not going to say that ain't nothing, <laughs> but man, I got some songs. That's incredible, man. Incredible, bro. I, I promise you. I know a lot of artists say that, but I've been studying and sitting back and in the studio, like a gym rat, man. And just really trying to put together a sound that's me and not sounding like anybody else on the radio. So if you heard these songs, you'll be like, who is this artist? Because it doesn't sound like anybody on the radio. All right. All right. And throw out the single again. Get listeners okay. hyped up. Oh, yeah, man. I'm excited. I'm, I mean, I really it took to be honest with you. I know it sounds crazy, but it took me about probably about five to seven years to make this EP. It's really an EP, uh, six songs, because what I, I was thinking was like, I'm like, I'm like, okay, a lot of people put out albums, but most people don't listen to them. A lot of people do, they used to in the past, but nowadays people just listen to one song and they might like one or two or three songs off your album. So why spend all that time making a whole album of 15 to 20 songs where you can just concentrate on five to six or seven songs that's really hot and put those out as singles each and put a video out to each one of them as well. That way you cut your time, the stress of being in the studio all that time making 20 songs. You can just concentrate on quality instead of quantity, man, because we already live in a society where people's patience are like so fickle, man. Everybody is like TikTok is if you don't get them in 15 seconds and shorts and reels and you don't catch them because they're going to move on to somebody else. It's like we need to we need to start making quality content so people can really pay attention again. And not just be like, oh, okay, I'm gonna go to the next song. He's got he putting out 40 songs. So I'm gonna just run through the 40 songs. But you did you really didn't digest those first few songs that you heard. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's it, we gotta get back to quality, man, and not just quantity. Okay, okay. And the EP's name, what's it called? And what's the single right now, called again? <laughs> right now, right now I'm calling it limitless. Okay, limitless. So yeah, oh. man, limitless. Cause that right. that de- that describes the album. It describes my whole life, me as a person, my mentality, how I think, 
everything limitless man and I, and I watched that movie too so maybe that has something to do with it but <laughs> that limitless movie but <laughs> all right and did you ever watch the short-lived tv show it was on for one season then they canceled it limitless i heard about that yeah i saw the billboards for it in la but i didn't re really get a chance to see it it kind of came and went so fast yeah, one season, and then they decided it just didn't work. How was it? Did you watch it? How, how did it, I how mean, did it... I watched it. It was nothing special. I thought the movie was better, so. <laughs> wow. Wow, the movie's better than a series. I know, I know. And series, we know, don't, don't last long these days, and especially if it's coming from a movie, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so what's your quick message? What do you want to say about the single, the album? What do you want to say to your fans? If you guys are patient with me, early 2024, I'm going to change the game, I promise you. It's time to get back to real music, real entertainment, real performance, real lyrics, Real pro music production, like you used to hear with Michael Jackson's albums, Stevie Wonder albums, all those artists that you saw in the past from the 80s to the 90s, early 2000s, where music wasn't just a trend, where it was real and it affected you for the rest of your life. And you can play these songs infinitely. You can play them forever. I promise you, I made, I sat down and made each track, like I was cooking, soul food, man. Every song on this EP, I promise you, it touches you in some way. Whether it be the production, the lyrics, how I sing it, my vocal inflections, everything, man. I made sure to make sure that you guys are going to love everything about every song that I did. Somebody's going to like something about each song, I promise you. Okay. I sat down like like Dr. Dre said he was coming out with the what with the what was that the chronic or no not the, the chronic, detox album which detox, he has yeah. yes yeah Dre said he was making detox for the last twenty years but <laughs> but I understand what he means now you know you want to make something that people can feel and not just uh, swallow and spit out man you want food that you can digest man that that will heal you mentally physically spiritually emotionally. And that's what I did, man. I made sure that. All right. All right. Throw out the EP and the single again, 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 like I've been asking. Well, well my, my, the name of the EP right now is Limitless. And the, the song on the album is called Limitless. So that's why I named the EP Limitless, because the song is called Limitless. Mm -hmm. So, you know, yeah. All right. all right. And the song with Chris Brown again, again, that's what I mean. What's that one oh, called? Pardon. The song that's out right now is called Gotta Have It All by Chris, with me and Chris, featuring Chris Brown. Sweet Pea the Entertainer featuring Chris Brown called Gotta Have It All. Okay, okay, okay. Any quick things you want to say in closing? Man, I just appreciate Donovan reaching out to me on IG. Uh, I don't know how you found me. I think because I was on somebody else's page because I saw we were following somebody mutual. So it has to be something musical entertainment related so i really appreciate donovan putting me on this show and giving me a platform you know to talk to you guys and showcase my talents and have an outlet for my music because it's it's really hard for independent artists so i really appreciate it i'm about to join spotify and all these other social media um distributing companies so hopefully my music will be out there and you can download it for free if you want to on my website is sweetpeatheentertainer.com. I'm giving everything out for free. I don't oh. really ask for money for my music, honestly. I just want people to play it, enjoy it, 
And then you can donate on my website if you feel like you like what you hear. So, All right. All right. For Met Radio 1280 AM, I'm Donovan LaCruxie. I would love to thank so much, Sweet Pea, the entertainer. Thank you so much. Thank you, Donovan. I really appreciate you, man. I I look forward to sending you some of the first releases on my album. So you'll be the first to hear it. I promise you.